Hello and welcome to the Drink In Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek, geek out. out. You were listening to the part two of our DC Ember series, episode 116, Flash. Featuring Burnham Brewing's Duke Silver. Yes, we know it's not Parks and Rec. But uh, we're still going to drink it anyway. And Flying Monkey's Aurora Heart. With your host, Keith. Seth. Dustin. And Pale. <laughs> oh my god. Get off your fucking phone! <laughs> You got one job to say your name. My mom's calling it again, guys. <laughs> She's always interrupting the podcast. It's your music reference. Here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, how are you guys doing? I'm gonna ask you guys because I'm not gonna talk. He's fucking not talk listening to anyway. He's not listening anyway. <laughs> He's on his phone. Oh goodness. Uh, I think I'm doing about as good as I was last week. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm good. This this holiday season is kicking my ass. Oh, There's I know. I'm traveling from Indianapolis to Fort Wayne every fucking weekend. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I'm tired of this drive. I'm right oh, there with you. Yeah, but don't worry, don't worry. I have you know I have other things to do other than just come here and record. So I'm making most of the weekend. You have so many parties planned, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So last week was a, a sweater, uh, sw- ugly sweater competition. Today's like a cookie exchange. Next week is uh, another party, you know, whatever. It's, it's crazy. Gingerbread it, house building. Some, yeah. I don't know. It's a nog-off. Nog-off. That's before we go to Fort Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So this episode, this week's episode is Flash. It's also going to be part of the, the TV uh, conversation that we had with Arrow mixed in with a little bit of a comic book. Background, yeah. All right. I think I'll tell you guys a little bit of a story oh, about the Flash. That. The Flash, or simply Flash, is the name of several superheroes appearing in comic books published by DC Comics. Created by writer Gardner Fox and artist Harry Lampert, the original Flash first appeared in Flash Comics number one, cover date January 1940, release month November 1939. Nicknamed the Scarlet Speedster in all incarnations, all incarnations of the Flash possess super speed, which includes the ability to run, to move, to think extremely fast, use superhuman reflexes, and seemingly violate certain laws of physics. The number of Flashes uh, to the date that have donned the mantle of Flash, we have Jay Garrick, Barry Allen, Wally West, and Bart Allen. And we can talk about each one of those in great detail. See, Bart Allen's a new one. That's not. It's not? No, it's not a new one. That's uh, Barry Barry's Allen, son. Barry's son, obviously Alan Allen. Yeah, but it's not a new one. It has okay. not appeared on the show. A new one, no, new, new to name you to me. Oh. I think. Okay, well, <laughs> new to you. I would say he's in the original comics in the sixties. Okay, so. <laughs> new name to me. Sorry, not yeah. a new. But... My favorite one on here probably is either Jay Garrick or Wally West. Um, I mean, I like Barry Allen just because of the show. But yeah, Wally Wally, Wally is a good dude. Yeah, 
uh, key note about the Allen name. The only reason why I know the Allen name is because in Catch Me If You Can, he uses the name Bart Allen as his alias mm. when he first escapes the FBI. Oh. I forgot most of that movie. It's a good movie, though. <laughs> All right, so just like last week's episode, I have a, a list of top 10 Flash villains, and you can see that uh, they actually use more of the top Flash villains than they ever did. There's and, a lot more villains, it seems like, on yeah. Flash altogether. There's a lot you can do with it, you know, making, <clears throat> you know, metahumans, yeah. as they call them. Every new episode, there's a new metahuman, it seems like, so yep. they so, can really go through the whole list. Top 10! There's a lot more than just this, but okay. top 10, you have... Uh, Weather Wizard. He's like in the first yeah. episode. Or... First, he's a pilot episode. It's uh, Marcon. Matt, is Matt Marcon or something? Marcon was his name. Uh, he was in a, at least in the TV series, he was in a plane when, during the rain when the particle accelerator exploded, which gave him the powers. And uh, all these other people. And Barry Allen. Yeah. But he can control the weather. Uh, he was in season one, the pilot, obviously, and he's made several. Uh, yeah, he was in recently, when the, yeah. last year. He returned to the series for some episode. It was, uh, I think, it was, had to do with Flashpoint, mm-hmm. like the Flashpoint episode. Um, number nine, Mirror Master, another Flashpoint villain, uh, can trap people in the mirror. Yeah, Barry got trapped in the mirror one time. That's yeah, I like his powers. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, number eight, the top. They changed the gender of this one for the tv series in the comics it's roscoe dylan but in the tv series it's rose dylan this is also season three the top and the mirror master were kind of working together uh, along with abracadabra which is in uh down the list further can she like spin really fast or something uh she can do something and makes everything kind of feel like you're drunk oh yeah and, it, it gives you vertigo basically yeah basically vertigo. yeah <laughs> Uh, a better name. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably already taken. Yeah, let's just write that down. We can yeah. think about that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven, Murmur, the only villain that was not in the TV series yet. Yet. Uh, number talk? six, <laughs> he goes murmur, 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 Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, must Murber's in the room. <laughs> He's off in the corner. <laughs> What's he saying? I don't know. He's murmuring over there. Uh, number six, Abracadabra uh, just does magic, magic. And it can actually change everything into magic, as he sees. Uh, season three. Uh, number five, this is where it starts getting interesting. The main villain of season three, which was Savitar. The God of Speed or something? The God of Speed, yep. Mm-hmm. Ended up being, spoiler alert, yeah. Flash. It was Future Flash. Allen. He tells him in the first couple episodes, I am the future Flash. And he assumed, I am the future, comma, Flash, but mm-hmm. it's actually no comma. Nope. I am the future Flash. Back in time. Time Remnant, as they call uh, but if you haven't seen the series, you have no idea what a time remnant is. There's a lot of weird time things that go on in this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's hard to keep track of. But I've seen it multiple times. I'm kind of an expert. Uh, number four, Zoom, or Jay Garrick, or the Hunter, I forget his last name, the original. Uh, He's like the Black Flash. Yeah. 
He just wore, he, he wears a black costume and he's very fast. Yeah, his name's Hunter <laughs> something or other, and that's the big Easter egg that you know someone found the name Hunter in the Flash, and they're like, oh my god, that's mm. the original, that's the original. Uh, guy's name, uh, but ends up being Jay Garrick in the TV series. Yeah, he's the main two main villain for season two. Yep. Uh, Gorilla Grodd. Yes. Uh, Love Grodd. Great. Yeah, season one, but he's in two. He's in three. He's, he's in... N- not a main villain, but he'll pop up episodes. He's like the monster of the week type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like the shark guy. Yeah. Yeah. Street but, Shark or whatever his name. Yeah, is. but Grodd yeah. is huge in the in the comics. Oh like yeah, a, he's a like one of the main. On Grodd. Uh, number two, I kind of put these together because Heatwave was his own, and then Captain Cold was his own, but they're actually teammates and friends in this series, as well as uh, Legends, Legends of Tomorrow. They're actually good people, kind of, in that series, but they were initially villains on Flash. Hmm. Uh, they were season one, basically. Yep. Uh, Leonard Snart and Rory... Uh... I don't know, they just call him Rory. Yeah, I don't know what his last name is. But I know it's Leonard Snart. And then, number one, the best Flash villain in the comics and in the oh, in yeah. the TV thing is... The TV uh, thing. The TV, <laughs> the TV thing. <laughs> Reverse Flash. So, that's Harrison Wells. Or... Flash. What's his other name? Eobard Thawne. Eobard Thawne, yeah. I, I'm members. <laughs> I, I know it's a weird name that I wouldn't remember otherwise, Eobard. Yeah, so Team Flash they take, basically took this concept from Team Arrow, uh, Barry Allen, Cisco Ramon, Caitlin Snow. So Cisco Ramon is Vibe, uh, Caitlin Snow is uh, Killer Frost, Frost. Uh, Joe West, Detective, Iris West Allen, the, the worst uh, he, uh, person in this entire TV series. <laughs> She's worthless, I don't know why they keep putting her, shoehorning her into every episode. Yeah, right. Uh, Ralph the, yeah. Dibney, which is Elastic Man, or Elasto Man, or Stretch. Yeah. Nora West Allen, which is a spoiler for the next series. Um, Harrison Wells, which there's a different variation. <laughs> there's of Harry Wells, H.R. Wells, Wells, like every sure, season there's a new guy. Sherlock. <laughs> from a different earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wally West, which is Joe's son, who's also the yellow Kid Flash. Jesse Wells, which is Harrison's daughter, which is Jesse Quick. Jesse Quick, yeah. Uh, Martin Stein, Ronnie Raymond, the Firestorm, mm-hmm. now part of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. But Ronnie is not. It's but Ronnie's a, not. Uh, it's Jax. Jackson. Uh, but, yeah, there isn't much of a team in comics. It's just the Flash peoples, you know, Jay Garrick and company. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, the Team Flash definitely came with the whole Team Arrow concept. But uh, I like the top three names, top four names. Yes. For sure. I like Harrison Wells. Uh, but all the other ones I could probably deal without. I mean, Jesse Quick was cute, but... I like some versions of Harrison Wells, and then some I'm just like, right, uh, enough of you. Go back to the other Harrison Wells. I like the, the second one. Not the original, but the one that's Not silly. the wheelchair one. No, but the silly one. Yeah. Like, all these silly jokes and comparisons. And there's one that's kind of like an asshole. Yeah, my that's, favorite one. That's Jesse Quick's dad. <laughs> yeah. Is that HR? Or is the other one? H- I, I, the uh, one's HR Harris. is the one I liked. Okay, and then there's Harry. HR is the one who did, doesn't actually have... He's the artist. He doesn't actually have any intelligence. No. Yeah. <laughs> he just has... He's clever. Yeah. Yep. He thinks out of the side of the box. Right. The uh, the one you're talking about, the asshole, is more like the Harrison Wells from season one. Yeah. And I liked him a lot. He just destroyed his brain. <laughs> yep. 
trying to outthink the thinker. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, that's basically the characters of the show. Do we have names? It doesn't look like we do. We have names? Not really. The, yeah, we're gonna have to pull those up eventually. Just when we're the drinking people. the beer, we'll get those. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, let's go to it. Oh yes, I was hoping oh, you to beer. Right, we we kind of teased the uh, Burnham Brewing's uh, Duke Silver. Uh, I saw this, I grabbed it immediately, uh, but I didn't think we're ever going to do a Parks and Rec episode. So we could. It's a great show, but it's it not geeky enough. No, it's not. It definitely isn't. I mean, Chris Pratt would be the main <laughs> focus yes. of anything on it. Uh, but this was a this was on the bottle called the Jazzy Porter, hmm. and I was like, that sounds pretty good. Let's do that one. Uh, there's pizzazz, so maybe if you think the Flash show is pizzazzy. There's that musical episode where they actually sing jazz music. That's true. <laughs> but while we do that, we're going to have to do some research on the character names and pour out some beers, or pour beers into our glasses. Yeah. And then pour those them out into, into our mouths. Right, into our mouths. <laughs> so just give us a break. Uh, Keith's got the mic. He's going to do his thing. And we're just going to party. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, drinkingeekout.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, we're back, and as Dustin said before, we have... Our in beer from Burnham Brewing called Duke Silver. Wise is the supporter of this robust porter. Smoother than jazz, remember what it's known as. Pitch black, mysteriously smoky with notes the jazz man can't describe. The Duke's greatness is implied. Nice little poem there. Coming in at 7.4 ABV, 7.4%, and 41 IBUs. And that's all I have on this beer. We've had Burnham Brewing before, mm-hmm. but as Mrs. a reminder, Michigan City is where they're located, so it's our in beer. It has my name in it, The Duke. <laughs> you the find Duke. me on uh, on uh, Twitter, Digo The Duke, on Twitter, make sure you follow me. I say not so funny things. <laughs> Some political things. I'm a very shitty uh, shit poster. Not very good at it. <laughs> All right, so we got a we got ourselves a bomber here, twenty two ounces. It is nice. It has the uh, font uh, that the Burnham Brewing usually have at the top, comforty the disturbed, disturbing the comfortable, and of course all their people have like skulls for faces. Mm-hmm. So if you if you're familiar with Parks and Rec, this comes from there. You have the dude who looks like Ron Swanson playing on a saxophone. And Duke Silver plays a saxophone. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like a jazz club. It's just, you know, kind of just bright uh, blue, kind of nighttimey. Uh, just like a full band. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's nice. There's, a, there's an audience back there. Yeah. It, it looks like a kind of a starry night in the background. It's really cool. I like the dark blues and stuff. Name of the set is Jazzy Porter, you know. Hmm. Live jazz. Yeah, it's neat. It's cool. Also says keep refrigerated, so we failed in that part because it's been sitting out. It has for a while, but it should be fine. Uh, should we refrigerate that next one? I don't think that one no. at this point didn't matter. Right. 
the side. I don't know if you. I don't think you said this. I was trying to see what you said. A smooth and silky evening to you all. Brewed with seven different malts, Duke Silver is a robust yet smooth and silky porter that hits notes that even the jazz man can't describe. Yep, there it is. Jazz man! They didn't use silky beforehand, so... On the description I yeah. read, wherever we pulled that right. one from. I think it's a, I think it's a fair, fairly decent bottle. I like the illustration. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, back to the color of the beer. You know what we're going to say, if you know what... Right, I think this might be a little bit step below. Like, it's not exactly that. It's not exactly Dark Knight. Maybe a 39? Yeah, it looks like a 39 to me, kind of, like a Thor's Gladiator armor, or maybe... Uh, yeah, when you look at the bottom of the hat. glass, you can see a little bit more th- into right. it. I think yep. it looks a lot like, uh, probably Carl's hat. Carl! Carl! That or Thor's Gladiator armor. I'm not leaning towards Carl! Carl? Carl's hat. Yeah, I mean, or the demagogue's butthole. <laughs> that's its mouth hole. <laughs> Sorry, it's mouth hole. <laughs> but I think I like Carl's hat. What do you guys think? Yeah, I can agree with you. Then. Yeah, yeah, I'll go there. Sweet. You guys agree with me? <laughs> For once. For once. Oh, it smells amazing. Very malty, and some of those chocolate notes. It does smell very a little jazzy. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, it's still kind of cold at my fingertips, so. I think it's a good temperature. Yeah, it's fair. It's not warm. It's more like cat food. <laughs> cat food? <laughs> yeah, I know you guys You're aren't. feeding your cats the wrong Dustin, you, you, have, you probably know what cat food smells like. And it's not this. Not this? Okay. <laughs> He'd be eating it if it did. <laughs> oh, I know. I would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking dark chocolate when I smell it. Yeah, definitely. Some kind of like a stone fruit smell as well. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that could come through on the taste, but... Does it have any smoky hints to it? Yes, I'm getting a little smoke. My nose is a little stuffy right now. I'm struggling. Out of one nostril. Yeah, smoke. Uh, get a little taster in then. Oh, there's the smoke. Mm. Yeah, yep. Taste oh, yeah. the smoke. Ooh, definitely strong. Oof. It's a little rough on the smoke. I think after a couple more sips, you'll get used to it. I like it though. Yeah, I think it's damn good. It's like smoked chocolate. It's very smooth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Silky smooth, I believe, as they said. It'd be very dangerous if I was drinking this entire bomber. There you go, yeah. We have a decent sized pours right now because of bomber. Yep. We're normally sharing 16 ounces. Now we're sharing 22. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I get that cold coffee like taste at the end. Mm-hmm. Like the cold press? Cold press, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that smoke. It's good. I like that smoke. I was kind of hoping for something warmer. You know, not getting much coffee. Like a warmer mm. taste to it. Yeah. But I can't really taste the alcohol. I know. That's dangerous. Yeah. Seven and... Se- almost seven and a half? About seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. I can't even taste alcohol. This is ridiculous. Oh, there are eight ratings. Oh. So, that's good. Beer Advocate. 3.81 out of five. Like I said, eight ratings. A couple reviews. The histogram has a tie... Between 3.5, 3.75, and 4, they all have two ratings for those. So it gives you the close to average of 375, but because there's a 4.5 and a 3 in there, kind of makes things closer to 3.81. Rate Beer also has eight ratings. So I think they need double digits to get the overall score, so there's not that. But there's an average of 3.31 out of 5, which seems a little on the lower end. People are not liking this. 
Ooh, this guy had a nitro draft. Uh-oh. Ruby brown with tan head aroma is roasted cocoa, coffee, and chocolate. Taste is milk and dark milk. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> roasted barley, vanilla, and coffee. Creamy and semi-dry. I'll give it a 3.9. <laughs> I, mean, I could kind of see this, the milky parts of this. I think that's yeah the smoothie mm-hmm. the, the smoothie the, <laughs> the smoothie. smooth silky the lactosey <laughs> not mad about it and it's extra smooth when you do a nitro like that mm-hmm. dude the cat chasm do you not have it open no I have it texting his mom oh well. <laughs> I have it open untapped it's coming in at out of one thousand four hundred and six ratings three point nine one and we did have one friend check this in. Cat, I think we're all friends with Cat. Yeah, I didn't. She didn't. No, she didn't like me. As a friend, no. Um, she never liked me. She's had it twice, and she gave it the same ranking. <laughs> never liked you either. On the same day. <clears throat> oh, the Speak Podcast also checked it in. Oh, well, I'm not friends with them. They gave it a four. Complex, not overly strong. Fairly strong. Bitterness with some coffee notes. Not a lot of hops. I'm checking real quick to see if I, if I have any friends. <clears throat> any friends that we don't have? Correct. I don't have any friends. I have no. one friend. Gave this a four out of five. Didn't say anything about it. His uh, name is John Carter. Mr. From John Mars? Carter. The yep. John Carter? <laughs> John Connor? He's uh, from around um, this Fort Wayne area. Like this place we call Fort Wayne. Mm. He's from around there. Not familiar. Not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Never been. <laughs> is that where we are right now? Yeah, it's oh, up. shoot. It, we're like actually the north, you know, studio location is in Fort Wayne. Oh, shit. I know you guys aren't from around here. That's some I, good trivia. I've just yeah. been calling it the North Studio. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yeah. You're crazy. Man. I'm a fool. You should catch up on your geography. I, I really should. I'm getting a little of those raisins in this one, too. Yeah, it's kind of like, I, I feel the, the stone fruit. And maybe yeah. we weren't tasting raisins. We're kind of doing stone fruits. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not really peachy to me, but I don't really know what other stone fruits there are. Better go ahead and check this bad bitch in. I checked in. I checked it in. The checked bottle. out. To the port. I had 99 bottles. But this ain't one. Oh, yeah. Wait, it is. Yeah. It is a bottle. Bomber bottle. Right. Should I go first? Why not? Okay, I'll start. I gave this a 4.25. I thought it was really good. I love the smoke. Uh, I believe previous episode we had um, one that just kind of fell flat a little bit. There wasn't a whole lot added to it. I think the smoke here is an added flavor that I enjoy, so which is why I bumped this up. And just it being so silky smooth, I mean, I could down this very, very quickly, very dangerous, um, drinking this very fast. Um, but with the coffee, the very small hints of coffee, not enough to my standards, but... Um, <laughs> But with the smoke added to it, it's just super smooth, and this will go down very quick, like a night of jazz. I, I was looking at a four, but I can't get past that smoky flavor. It's an um, acquired. Yeah, some it has like to be. It. Last week, I was eating a bunch of smoked meats because someone brought it into the office, and I was like, oh, it's just too much smoke. Even though it's smoked meats. And we're probably going to eat some barbecue later, too, but... <laughs> Uh, it, I just couldn't get past it. I loved how smooth it was from like the milky taste. I like the chocolate flavor. It's just I'm not a big fan of smoke. So a 375 for me. Wow. I gave it a four and a half. 
Really? What? <laughs> you went higher than Dang. me. I know. I went maybe the highest. You're yeah, yeah the highest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then you're it, feeling it's this confirmed. One. Um, yeah, I'm. I think it's not. It's just enough smoke to make it unique to where it's not just your standard porter. And I like that it's like smoky jazz club, and mm. it kind of fits the theme of the beer. And I like the bottle and like the chocolate notes, and that it's not just like straight smoke. It's just like a little hint of smoke to give it a little added like, hmm, interesting. Like, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, the name suits the beer very yeah. well. Very much so. And I gave it a 3.75. Dang. Me and Dustin will hold hands later. <laughs> <laughs> and other do that anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, the smoky, the heavy smoke... Maybe it was just a tad bit of a turnoff, just because it was there was nothing else really there, and it was a little bit weird to me. Um, it's kind of weird how smooth it was, mm-hmm. being the like kind of beer, kind of style it is. So I was, I thought it was pretty decent, just didn't didn't love it. Just the smoke kind of turned. The, your, yeah, smoke kind of turned just like Dustin. Interesting. I think we found something. You and I like smoke, and they don't. I don't love yeah. smoke, but in this one, I think it's it, it balances it well. Yeah, normally it, it's, it's like just like all I can taste, but this I like how the chocolate notes kind of balanced out the smoke to make it kind of a unique flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it balances very well. Well balanced. My dad was a smoker. And my brother's all <laughs> smoke. I just can't stand <laughs> yeah. smoke. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Back to the TV show. Uh, so. We, we picked Flash uh, and Arrow uh, because they're TV series on CW. Uh, the Flash was more well-known than Arrow. But yeah, it was but still it was, a, it was a like a spin-off. Nice, yeah, it's pretty nice to have a, a TV series again mm, yeah. uh, that we could uh, have and enjoy. Uh, so the Flash is an American superhero television series developed by Greg Berlanti, which we Sounds heard familiar. last episode. Ooh, yeah. Andrew Kreisberg, which we heard last episode. Mm-hmm. And Geoff... John Jeff. It's Jeff. Mm, Jeff. No, that reads as Geoff. It's, it's pronounced Geoff. It looks like Geoff, but it goes by Jeff. <laughs> uh, how do you pronounce that if there's an E-R-Y at the end of it? Joffrey? Geoffrey? Geoffrey. Joff? Maybe it's Joff Johns. Joff Johns. Joff Johns. Joff Johns. Yeah. And Jeff Johns. <laughs> Airing <laughs> on the... <laughs> <laughs> so you go with Jeff. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jeff. After You're going to go with Jeff. Go, and there. Jeff Johns, airing on the CW. It is based on the DC Comics character Barry Allen slash Flash, a costumed superhero crime... Oh, wait. What was his name? Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. He's uh, two Gs, and I always think, I always forget. It's like something Grant. Nope. That's no. his first name. Yeah. Uh, a costumed superhero crime fighter with the superpowers to move at superhuman speeds. It is a spinoff from Arrow. Existing in the same fictional universe, they had him on the one of the episodes in season two. You know, investigating. It's like their first crossover. Yeah, so he keeps getting bigger every year. And because of that, they threw a pilot together, and it was awesome. The series follows Alan, portrayed by Grant Gustin, Mm -hmm. as we said, a crime scene investigator who gains superhero speeds, which he uses to fight criminals, including others who have also gained superhuman abilities. From the particle acceleration explosion. Mm. It's a big deal. After witnessing his mother's supernatural murder, Barry Allen is taken in by Detective Joe West and his family. Jesse L. Martin plays Joe West. Thank you. 
Barry becomes a brilliant but socially awkward crime scene investigator for the Central City Police Department. A particle accelerator malfunctions, bathing the city center with a radiation during a thunderstorm, and Barry is struck by lightning. Awakening after a coma, he discovers he can move at superhuman speeds. Harrison Wells, uh, Tom Cavanaugh, the accelerator's designer, describes Barry's nature as a metahuman. Barry vows to use his gifts to protect Central City. As the Flash, Barry also pursues his mother's murderer, the Reverse Flash. Dun, dun, dun. The reverse flash in this part is Harrison Wells. Spoiler alert, which is Eobar Thawne. Spoiler alert, well, Eobar Thawne kills Harrison Wells. Spoiler alert. What? It takes his body. It but he's his... also a, played by a different guy at some point. Yeah. His original form. So is that all first season? Yep. In the second season, after a singularity event, the Flash is recognized as Central City's hero. However, the event brings a new threat from the parallel Earth, Zoom, a demonic speedster who seeks to eliminate all speedsters throughout the multiverse. Harrison Wells, parallel universe counterpart nicknamed Harry, and his daughter Jessie work to help Barry stop Zoom and explore the multiverse. Joe and his daughter Iris struggle with the... Iris Patton. Candace Patton. (laughs) (laughs) Struggle with the arrival of Iris' brother Wally West... Yeah, Wally West. I don't know how to pronounce it. Keon Lonsdale. After Zoom kills Barry's father, Barry travels back in time to save his mother's life. Jesse Quick was played by. I'm looking it up right now. I see her face, her beautiful face. Violet Bean. Bean? Bean? Mr. Bean? Mr. Bean's daughter? Mr. Bean's daughter? Possibly. (laughs) Possibly. By changing his past, Barry alters the timeline, resulting in Flashpoint, the Flashpoint Paradox. Dun, dun, dun. Though he is somewhat able to restore the timeline, he creates new threats, uh, including Savitar. After Harry and Jesse return to Earth-2, another Wells doppelganger is recruited. The novel novelist H.R. Wells, both Wally and Caitlin Snow. Caitlin Snow is... Uh... Uh, Danielle Panabaker. <laughs> Thank you. Begin to, <laughs> begin to manifest metahuman abilities. Wally suits up as speedster Kid Flash, while Caitlin is forced to suppress her ice powers to prevent becoming Killer Frost. When Barry accidentally travels to the future and sees Iris killed by Savitar, he is desperate to change the future to prevent that from happening. After saving Iris and defeating Savitar, Barry takes his place in the Speed Force. And months since Barry left, Wally and Cisco. Hold on. Uh, Carlos Valdez. Have barely been able to protect the Central City when a new foe defeats them quite easily. Requesting a battle against the Flash. The Flash. The, the Flask. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a, That's a different a new character we should make up. <laughs> <laughs> the team decides to bring Barry back. All right, so. Uh, they're like, let's get him out of the Speed Force from the previous thing. Because the Speed Force, there's there always must be a speedster in the Speed Force. Apparently. Why is this? I don't know. It's just part <laughs> of... the title? It's just what they say. It's they're, like the one be... got trapped in there, and in order for that one to get out, they had to put a new one in there. But I don't know, how the, I don't know goes... how the original got out there is yeah. the thing they never explained. But the time travel thing doesn't ever make sense because they're never in sync. Yeah. Just like the whole time remnants is always a creation of something... But if it's a creation of something that came back in time, which is Savitar, who was initially was Savitar to have a reason to go back in time <laughs> right. to defeat Savitar. I don't know. There's a paradox. And I never really understood it. 
uh, bring Barry back. While they managed to do so, Barry's return releases dark matter, turning a dozen people on a bus into super meta-humans. One of these meta-humans is a private detective, Ralph Dibney. I don't have his name. Uh, no name, Ralph Dibney. He's a dork. It's okay. <laughs> He's not on the, the <laughs> season I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah. <laughs> Who joins Team Flash while Barry and Iris prepare for their wedding, which happens to be the same fucking day that, uh, Oliver and Felicity get married. The team realizes that Barry's arrival and the creation of the bus metahumans were orchestrated by the thinker. I do have his name. Um, Neil Sand Sandylands. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was uh, his character's name? What was that? Uh, DeVoe. William, yeah. Not William DeVoe, but it was... Uh, they just called him DeVoe. I forget what his first name is. Uh, following the Thinker's defeat, the team approach is approached by Barry and Iris' daughter in the future, Nora West, who claims to have made a big, big mistake. Uh, John Wesley's ship played both Flash from the 1990s TV series and was Flash's father in this TV series. Cool. Jessica Parker Kennedy is ah. Noah, Nor- she, Nora. She's a little adorable. I only saw her in that one episode so she far. She was in the crossover event, and then she was also yeah. at the end of the the Flash series, and she's made several cameos. Yeah, she did. She's, and she's like, oh, it's an honor to be here at your wedding. Oh, because it's your parents getting married. Right, yeah. So more nerd stuff. Danny Elfman composed the 1990s TV series uh, soundtrack, however, has no connection to Blake Neely, who does... The, this current TV series, but Danny also helped with the Justice League soundtrack, who wrote Sparks of the Flash for the Justice League. Oh, sweet. And actually, if you guys, have you guys seen the Justice League movie? Nope. I have. Yes. There's a Batman in a Bat- Batmobile, you hear the Danny Elfman music, Superman, when he returns, you hear the John Williams, John Williams theme a little bit. <laughs> so it was pretty exciting. That's cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. A little nod to those two. Right. Uh, am, is, are we the only ones who've seen this? Have you watched any of this? I'm one season behind Flash. Ah, oh, you're one season behind. That's cool. So you haven't seen The Thinker yet. That's the season you hit. You're... Right, like, uh, not this current season, but last season I, I need to watch all of that. So you watched the Savitar season. So I've seen Savitar, yes. And him trying to trying to save Iris. And... Yeah, I think that was a unique way to take that story because you're used to them just trying to outrace each other. And this, they're trying to alter their future, so they keep... Doing stuff to change the timeline. But you learn from other movies about timelines and it's, going it, what in the future. Happens, happens. Everything goes back to the way they need to, regardless of what happens. <clears throat> yeah. So you might have some changes, but everything goes back to normal. And the whole uh, Flashpoint, doesn't the, the series begin, or season, that season begins with the Flashpoint. Yeah. And that was pretty cool, too. Well, yeah, because he goes at the end when he, after he defeats Avatar. He's like, well, if I was able to change the future to save my wife, I'm going to go back in the future and save my parents. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he does. He successfully does that, which creates Flashpoint. And because of Flashpoint, that's when Caitlin starts getting her powers. That's mm-hmm. when Wally West starts getting his powers. And because we... he altered the timeline. Because he went back to time, but because he did that, things changed. And uh, I was going to say, we, in the last episode, and we mentioned John Diggle has a daughter named Sarah. Yeah. Now he has a son named Little John. Yep. John Jr. John Jr. Little John. Yeah. <laughs> Little John. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? From the Flask series. Yes. Very pivotal. Uh, when he, like, it was very emotional. Like, when he tells everyone. 
right. in the crossover that he did Flashpoint, he changed. Everyone was like upset, but I was like, yeah. "Why are you upset? You didn't know that that had yeah, previously you existed. did not live that life. You lived this life that you're currently in, right?" So John was like, "I had a daughter." Well, they're like, "No, you have a son. Like, yeah. don't be upset." Uh, but one of the heartbreaking parts was uh, Cisco's mm-hmm. brother died in Flashpoint, so he's alive. And, and then, then whatever Barry when, does, ah, he now his de- now his brother's dead. Yes, and so that you know things like that really definitely have changed. Uh, I'm starting to actually feel like the current flashes, the the proper storyline uh, right now. But I don't know. It's it's very weird. There's a lot of things that make you think. Like in the first season, the reason why they were able to beat Reverse Flash is Eobard Thawne killed himself. Or he died. Eddie, Eddie Thon. Eddie, sorry, Eddie Thon. So the great grandfather of Eobard Thon, because he goes back in time, <laughs> dies. And so then Reverse Flash is no more. But he still pops up. But he still pops up in the future by, you know, things the happen. Time you know, the time remnants. The time remnants, things happen. But it makes you wonder or think couldn't he have just gotten a vasectomy? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to go kill himself? Yeah. Point, yeah. Shoot yourself in the dick. Instead of the head. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if I'm gonna do that, I might as well do that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. get yeah. the vasectomy in there, and then then you won't have kids, and you won't be there. And you we didn't the have world. really have time to have a vasectomy in the moment. Like Iris was gonna die if he didn't kill himself, right? But he should have in the first place. Like, yeah, like as soon as you find out this is your great 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 spawn, yeah, and you're like, oh fuck, I should I just kill myself? I shouldn't have any children. But you never know; they can wiggle their way through. Things have happened where. Vasectomies yeah. don't always work 100%. They don't hold. You know. yeah. Yeah. Don't have sex for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair trade-off. Uh, but I say I, I do say, even though I was like, hey, we need to watch only two episodes of, seasons, two episodes of this each season or whatever I said for Arrow, watch all of these. Yeah. They, it's slow at first in season one. But, but you need better. that backstory to figure out who all these characters are, how they got their powers. And There's all a that. lot of backstory about his like dad and yeah. like, what yeah. happened. And Iris is so fucking whiny. <laughs> I hate it. And I don't know how she became the leader of the team after Barry went to the Speed Force, but I could deal Because they didn't have that. anything for her to do. Yeah. The character didn't have any other story. Even though she's supposed to be like a world renowned world renowned reporter, she just like sits in this place and tells people what to do. Like and writes blog posts. Yeah. I don't know. It could be better, but it also could be worse. And it's weird that they're married because they're like brother and sister. Yeah. Yeah. It's really yeah. gross. Like but Flash they're... lived with like Joe is his dad and Iris is his sister because yeah. they've he's lived there since he was eight and now they're married. Not married. It's really gross. <laughs> but they're not really they're they're not related. Yeah, it's, no, it's, there's no blood lines. It's like, like it's like the the new uh the new porn that's hitting the the streets that everyone's excited about, the stepbrother, stepsister type of thing. You know, we're not blood related, it's okay. <laughs> and then brown chicken brown cow <laughs> I just called you my brother or my sister my whole life. Now yeah. now we can have a child. So in, in, instead of saying, Oh daddy, oh daddy, it's uh that's another. That's another one where it's stepfather and daughter, but it's a uh, oh brother, oh brother, oh, brother, <laughs> brother. <laughs> where art thou? Yeah. yeah. From what I heard, it's it's what's in. Uh, we had a discussion about that, but that's not this episode. 
But it's still fucking weird. Yes. And I hate yeah. Iris character. Maybe I just don't like women. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> but no, you like Color Frost is fine. Thea Smoke. Queen is fine. You hate yeah. Iris. I just hate it's whiny. Just, it's just the the relationship partners in these series are there just for like the women to yeah. to latch on to. There's the no, love interest. Like, yeah. The love like, no I would reason. I would not have any issue with Felicity if she was a regular character doing the she was Overwatch, just Overwatch character yeah. doing her thing. Like if she fine. never fell in love with mm-hmm. Oliver, Oliver. Yeah. Be, she'd be it's fine. It's a whole relationship that's shoehorned into these series that's just not necessary for us as right. viewers. It's Absolutely. not for the male characters, for sure. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to be a superhero. I don't know. <laughs> Haven't you learned? You can't you be in relationships. Be, yeah. yeah. All right. That's where Batman has it right. Yeah, Batman does have it right. <laughs> yeah, he's figured it out. But he tells her one. I'm Batman. <laughs> uh, Bruce Wayne. I mean Batman. <laughs> Bruce Banner. I'm not Bruce Wayne. All right, I'm Bruce Banner. I'm Bruce Banner. I'm Bruce Banner. Oh, Bat Smash. <laughs> Bat Smash. All right, we are ridiculous. Let's just get to the beer. I need to cleanse my palate from get this. over this shit that we're. I mean, seeing. we're. <laughs> it's a DC episode, so we know we have to shit talk something. Yeah, <laughs> but overall, I love the series. Oh, I love it too. Absolutely. All right. Out beer is going to be Flying Monkeys Aurora Heart. So uh, we're going to pour that, and we're going to have some fun. We should probably play some music from the monkeys, but we're not going to do that because we have some Hopped Up Network thing to talk about. So we're going to pour some beer. We're going to talk about this shit. We're going to get on the road. If you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Pacific Beer Chat brings together a collective of West Coast beer bloggers sharing our opinions on events, issues, and well-crafted brews. We hope you will check out the podcast at pacificbeerchat.com and at Pacific Beer Chat on social media and podcast apps, including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music and Stitcher. Music is by Conundrum. Welcome to Switch Beer Chat. All right, we're back with our out beer from, as Dustin said before, from Flying Monkey. It's called Aurora Heart. As enigmatic as the fiery passions of the human heart, this Flying Monkey's, this Flying Monkey's love letter to craft beer is brewed with soft cacao and late season raspberries, pureed to preserve the longings of summer. Aurora Heart captures the essence of a decadent raspberry truffle in a liquid form with a tart, acerbic bite, which, like the stings of first love, linger in your soul. Enjoy this begulling stout of pure, unfiltered passion. Coming in at 7.1 ABV. Don't know of any IBUs. Maybe they don't do that in Canada. Speaking of, um, we would like to mention this is a Canadian beer. Mm-hmm. And so we have a little bit more information here about Flying Monkeys Craft Brewery. Uh, it says, we all started as home brewers. In a dorm room, in a garage, in a basement, in a kitchen, we all started as beer hackers brewing for cheapness, utility, and curiosity. Flying Monkeys founder, Peter Chiodo learned home brewing as a little boy in Graham's... I looked this up and I can't even remember it now. Eptacoke, well, I don't know, basement. It's, it's a city, apparently it's this county in Canada. Oh, interesting. 
uh, mining his skill as a broke university student in Alabama and even broker grad student in Mississippi. Our Peter honed his talents and learned to respect beer brewed with hands, not machines, and his passion for local, fresh craft beer grew. Any craft brewer worth, worth anything started somewhere as a home brewer. We learned the craft, we followed the curve, we invested our all. If a craft brewery started solely as a name, a brand, or a business plan, then shame on them. Marketing is not brewing. I love the term beer hackers instead of brewers. Beer hackers. Beer hackers. The great white north up there. They're all hackers, eh? Hackers. They're all hackers. Sorry. <laughs> the, uh, they say the, the brewery is in Ontario, uh, so that'd be nice to get some, some beer from the Canadians. Possibly the first Canadian beer on the show. It is. I think it is. It told you, It told. It told you, I told you so. It told you, That was the name of the Canadian basement. Basement. <laughs> Gramps. Like Gramps. Etobicoke basement. Etobicoke basement. All right. So this is what a English sweet milk stout with raspberries. Chocolate or raspberry stout. Pureed. Sounds good. So we probably should have kept this cold if there's raspberry puree. Probably. Maybe that's why it's exploding on us. All the, all the extra sugar. Sugar. Uh, so this looks like a tattoo. It does. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, all of it. It's burning. Some, someone's ass hat. <laughs> <laughs> Is that ass tattoo? No, that's a that's a, no, that's a heart with chocolate, a chocolate dipped heart. Oh, mm-hmm. And like the top of the raspberry. Yeah, it's the heart. Oh yeah, yeah. Burning yeah. flame. It's a raspberry. Raspberry, not a bee hole. <laughs> <laughs> burning bee hole. Yeah, it's a burning bee hole. <laughs> and it's got like it's a, so spicy. A, a halo. The fire has a halo. Yeah, it's a yeah. halo. It's a good. It's a good fire. It's a good fire. Oh, and it's got angel wings too. It's got angel wings. Mm-hmm. There's doves. There's Little hops birds. for the plants around it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's, it's all around. Here. This is just a tattoo. It came in a fancy box. Oh, you go. You bought a wine box. Basically, oh, wow. I thought the box was cool. Silly Canadian box beer. Yeah, uh, they put all their beers in boxes. There's like there's vines a... coming out of the background. There's some text on the side too. What it's, what, it's what it's yeah. what he read. Oh, never mind. Uh, nothing special. I didn't pay attention. It's kind of hard to read because it goes oh shit. like this around I the it was one side. I thought it was uh, Aurora Heart or yeah <laughs> captures <laughs> words. Uh, but there's vines and it looks like there's hops on the vine and there's mm. also raspberries on the vine. Yeah. Mm. It's very nice. interesting. I like the art because it is just tattoo art, you know? So it's done like different shades and stuff as mm-hmm. if like a tattoo artist was putting this on your body. So I'm a fan. Would you get that tattooed on you? No. Okay. I would not get the fiery butthole. <laughs> <laughs> what about these raspberry hop vines? No. Okay. What about the birds? No. <laughs> Mon- monkey? The fire? The monkey, maybe. The flying, flying monkey. monkey? I would get the monkey, maybe. Yeah. Is that a Wizard of Oz reference? Yeah, I think so. It looks just like the movie. It does say, normal is weird, is their tagline. So this reminds me, maybe it's Three Floyds of Canada. I was going to say, it's not normal, isn't that thing? Yeah. And then there's like an abnormal brewing, and they're all like suing each other for the phrase normal. It's like, it's a common it's word. Like normal, <laughs> Nobody owns normal or weird. It's a word, you fuck. <laughs> it's a word, damn it. In the dictionary. Okay, what do we got as far as the color? Uh, I think a little bit red, like Thor's armor. I would armor hope red. there should be some red. Yeah, I see hints. It's not as black as night. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sticking with the number twenty nine or thirty nine. Okay, Thor's, Thor's armor. Thor's Thor's armor. Yeah, yeah, yes. Let's do it. 
Smelling first. Don't drinking first. I know I have to explain to you the show after 116 <laughs> episodes, but this is how we do it. <laughs> oh, smell first, and then you take a drink. Yeah. Ooh. Tart raspberries. No, 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 no. We smell it with and talk about chocolate. it. Oh, yeah. I'm still not getting <laughs> we're, we're doing all those things. You guys are just talking about doing them. <laughs> oh, it's definitely tarty. I can smell the, Tarty, the, raspberry, chocolatey. Mm-hmm. Everything that's advertised. This is going to go down terribly because it smells so good. <laughs> it's going to lie to us and we're going to be like, oh, damn it. I'm afraid it's going to be like uh, sour style. Sour, it's going to be bitter. a weird mashup of not good things. All right, let's do it. It's exactly what you said it was going to be. <laughs> Very tart. Oh, my. It does, ch- it does taste like a chocolate raspberry. It does. It does the little the tart or the you know cream filling for that. You know what I'm getting? Raspberry Tootsie Pop. Yes. Um, it's definitely. exactly it. Yeah. I like the orange one better, but yeah. I agree. I don't like the raspberry ones. <laughs> no, I'm just I, saying I just like that's the, what it tastes The chocolate like. ones, because the, sometimes the those fruits don't go well. Like the wow. grape and the Tootsie Roll. It does kind of taste like that candy, you know, the chocolate-covered mm-hmm. raspberry with the, yeah, the cream filling inside of it. I can eat those. Very limited. But I can eat those. <laughs> I hate it. it. I love that he hates it. Ah. <laughs> you want to finish it? Yeah, seriously. I'll finish it. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't like raspberries. I don't like raspberries. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> I, have a, I have a raspberry allergy. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? What are you doing to me? I was hoping it was like more chocolate and like less raspberry, but it's. I think it's more raspberry than chocolate. We did have a mishap. I don't even know if it was our fault. It just exploded when Keith opened it. So there might be an issue there, too. That's Could hilarious. Be. All right, Beer Advocate, as I drink 100 of these, uh, <laughs> 3.96 out of uh, 34 ratings. And the histogram is a 4 and a little bit leaning towards the 3.75. Rate beer, there's 58 ratings. It's an overall 82. 80 style the average is 3.46 out of 5 and we should mention this is a special edition like s- seasonal release so it's not like a typical one of their beers untapped gave it a four four little, little, three <laughs> rewind okay <laughs> he's recovering from his allergy <laughs> my, yeah his tongue is swollen <laughs> yeah <laughs> it swells up my brain too <laughs> Untapped gives it a 3.84 out of 4,100 ratings. You read that backwards, 4.83. Mm. <laughs> no Go. friends even tried to. to I've got two one. friends. Got a friend. We got a friend? I got Blair from the Beer Guts podcast. He gave it a 4.5. Uh, light in body, but rich in flavor with a U. Um, sweet chocolate is prominent, but it finishes nicely with the taste of ripe raspberries. So delicious. Also, Mike from the Pacific Beer Chat. Uh, both of these are Canadian podcasts on the Hopped Up Network. Mm. Um, Check it out. He gave it a four. Really good, but 100% a dessert beer. Mm-hmm. They're already going to check it out because that's our uh, the music that I told them to go check out <laughs> right before we drink this Canadian beer. This lady Mike. on Untapped. Stephanie says, strong scent of raspberry and chocolate. Bold taste of sour raspberry and silky chocolate. I think that's I think very good. accurate. Yeah. For what we were saying. And Jordan sums it up by saying, it is what it says it is. It is what it is. <laughs> I went down a little bit further and 
Mateus says, beautifully presented beer, very chocolatey with a lots lots of raspberry notes, like a chocolate bourbon, or like a chocolate bonbon with raspberry <laughs> filling. That's kind of what you were saying. It's like a, stuff. It's like a, it's identical to what the box and the bottle says. Try to see. There's nothing like special. All these just like here's what it smells like. Here's what it tastes. Yeah, like. I know that's what Thank I was doing Thank you, beer too. advocate. I want to know. Give what us you some think. opinions, not just some facts. Uh, I smell cacao. I smell raspberry. Taste uh, raspberry chocolate. Pours dark brown with a foamy white head. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're really killing it with your hot takes. But I checked it in. I'm gonna uh, do that same. Might as well. Pale's already out of his. I'm already done. Pale, what did you give? Oh, him? I'm oh gonna... half a star? No, half a cap. <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> Quarter cap. You should probably check it. Oh, I did. Never mind. I did check it in. I was like, I should probably check it in. I'm talking shit. <laughs> I just talked about checking it in. I didn't actually check it in. I did. How low can you go? Mm-mm. How low can you go? <laughs> Lowest beer ever. Should I give it like my personal rating? Yeah. You're raging. You don't have to. What this is? It's not a consensus here. But I hate those people who are like, I don't. Like I don't like raspberries. I don't like so raspberries, or I don't like sour. So this gets a point zero. five. Like, well, no, then I... rate it as you know what it says it is. It is what it says it is. So give it that ranking, and then add your personal touch to it. Yeah, that's usually how I go with it. I give it a four. This is my second serving of it because I'm drinking <laughs> pails. Uh, it is what it says it is. It's an ilk <laughs> stout. Yep. It is uh, raspberry. Yep. A little sour for my taste, but I've been trying to work on my sour game, so my sour game is a little bit elevated. Um, you don't taste the alcohol. 7%. You don't really taste it. Very low IBUs. Uh, I, I like it. I don't know if I can drink the entire thing. A yeah. palmer of this would be tough. It would be tough, but it's it's just sweet enough to be dessert beer. Uh, but it's it's too sweet for me to sit down and drink the entire thing. Yeah, a couple hours maybe. Yeah, it's definitely a sharing dessert. Be mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, here guys, let's try this. It's, it's one like, of those. Yeah, take it to a beer share. And yeah, you, a everybody tries beer to taste share. It. Yeah, something like that. Been perfect for a stranger brew. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. We don't really do those anymore. So, uh, no. <laughs> um, I gave it a three point seven five. I think the stout has a good flavor to it. It's just. The tartness of the raspberry, I wish it was like more of a sweet raspberry flavor instead of like a sour raspberry. And uh, the stout just seems kind of thin. Like, it, there's not a lot of there. I expect more of like a thicker stout, you know, um, thicker mouthfeel, uh, to borrow a term. Uh, <laughs> but overall, I think it's a pretty good. Uh, it says, it is what it says it is, like you guys were saying. Like, it is a raspberry chocolate. I get both those flavors. They're just, it lacks a little bit. It just seems like a little watered down or something. Yeah. I gave it a four as well. Um, good flavor. Uh, exactly what you guys are saying, that raspberry is just a little bit too sour. Um, I'm still going, every time I take that sip, it's that raspberry Tootsie yeah. Pop. Because yeah. I just had one this week, so it's like in my brain as a recent flavor. So it's just, it's a little bizarre. But it is sour. It is smooth. It's not as thick as I would like it to be. Like, there could be something else added um, to make it more palatable um, that you want to sit and drink the entire bomber in one sitting. Um, but great dessert beer. Definitely a beer to share. Pale, I'm very curious. <laughs> well, personally, I hate it because I don't like raspberries. Give, give you your personal score and then give okay. like, based on the style score. If you My have. personal score is going to be a one. 
but because I'm not going to be that guy that just like shits over it because you don't I don't like, like it. Yeah, you wouldn't have normally grabbed this. I normally all. wouldn't. No, not at all. Right. But, but I think they did a pretty decent job on what they were going to do. So I just kind of went with a three. Okay. Middle, right. middle, middle, middle of the road. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you separated the... Did you get enough of it to be able to separate the raspberry out and like see what the stout chocolate flavor was? Yeah. Or was it just too well? Uh, yeah, I just kind of gave up on it. Mostly the raspberry just turned you off. Yeah. yeah, I kind of gave up on it. I'm curious as to, you know, if you don't like raspberries, how good is the other flavors to it? But I'm with Keith, though. He was saying there's maybe something else needed to be with it mm-hmm. that I would probably push it closer to a four. If I could, if you could just tone down that raspberry. Yeah, just put heavier chocolate in. Would, heavier chocolate. You know, maybe put like some like nutty roasted nuts mm-hmm. or something else, some kind of malt. Yeah, to go with it. And... I think it would be really good if it was ch- more chocolatey mm-hmm. and less tart. Exactly. Like, I like that's... the raspberry flavor, but it was a little bit of a sour. That's like the main focus of this, yeah. and I wish yeah. that was like more of a back seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that's awesome. So hopefully I didn't fuck up the untapped average too much. <laughs> uh, it's fine. People have their opinions. There's probably someone <laughs> who gave it a one. Right. Other than you. Well, there's just uh, some floaties in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was noticing that too, the little raspberry seeds. Mm-hmm. That's the puree there. For sure. All right. Well, that pretty much sums up the episode. Uh, So this concludes week two of DC Ember with Flash. Uh, Next week, according to the schedule, is going to be the Joker. And we might possibly have a special guest come on. Possibly. Yeah. So it'll be be fun to check out. And hopefully next week works out for him. If not, we can do it as... Just the four of us. Just the four of us. Just normally how things do. Yeah. We like foursomes around here. (laughs) Uh, so... Uh, before you end, watch The Flash? Yes. Watch The Flash? I'm gonna catch up on Flash. Before I catch up on Arrow, I think. Okay. I was oh, gonna yeah, say, watch yeah. Arrow until Flash is introduced, and then just watch Flash. And then <laughs> yep. just go from there. And then I'll do the crossovers. If I do the crossovers, will that be fine? You, yeah, like, you could just watch the crossovers. Crossover, yeah, crossovers and be fine. Yeah. So, what they say is, watch season one, and then two of Arrow and then watch season one of Flash and then two, uh, three and two and then four and three. Yeah. Those all coincide essentially. So you could probably be just good with watching seasons one and two of Arrow and then just start watching yep, Flash. Yep, that was my there. suggestion. Watch Arrow. Once Flash is introduced, switch over and just watch Flash from there. <laughs> right. You might have to watch an episode of Arrow here and there because they do their crossover events. Yeah, I, I tried watching... Uh, Supergirl because Melissa mm-hmm. ben- ben- Twist or whatever Benoist ben- 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 <laughs> but I couldn't get into the story it was terrible alright uh, so we're all good with watching we know the order to watch it yep alright yep. fantastic uh, Joker next week is gonna be good mm, uh, you should probably check it out we're definitely excited about it we've been teasing Joker episodes for I don't know how long <laughs> Uh, before we uh, go, we do have uh, t-shirts on Threadless. Uh, it's going to be DC Ember. We have all of the heads for all the episodes that we're doing. Uh, we're on Patreon if you want to check out previous episodes. Uh, so it's uh, drinkinggeekout.threadless.com yep. and then patreon.com slash drinkinggeekout. So for all of us in the Northern Studio, drink up, up and, and geek, geek out. out. Excelsior! <laughs> Somebody else I was. I was. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network.